0: Hello, and welcome back to Hashtag Sponsored with Bella Bombshell and Mira Rose. Where our heads
1: are held high because our outfits are fly. Yup, yup, yup. Yes, we're talking about confidence this episode. I get a lot of DMs, I'm sure you do too, about how, or comments. How do you, how are you so confident? How do you build this up? How do I be like you? And different things like that. Make it till you make
0: it. Yeah, we
1: wanted to talk about that, and we're really passionate about every person feeling great about themselves and it's the way to succeed in life when you feel good, you do good, and good things happen to you.
0: Yeah. And we're going to have a very special guest on this episode who's on her way to the studio now. We
1: do. We have, I wanted to ask her, Gabby Faye. I believe that's how you say her last name. I wanted
0: to double check with her, but... We'll check in with her when she gets here, but stay tuned later in the episode for our interview with the lovely Gabby. Yes. So... Uh, I have a few questions about confidence. This is some of like the most confident, not confident, um, the most common questions, and like I kind of just took them and ran with it, basically. So, okay. what's um, I, we can both answer this, and then when Gabby gets here, we'll ask her too. Um, what's one insecurity that you were, were obsessed with for years, but that you've gotten over?
1: Hmm, I. What this is gonna sound ridiculous because I'm five seven, and when I was growing up on Long Island, all my friends were five, one and five two, and I wanted to be shorter. Mm-hmm. so bad. I was like that too. I was like, why am I so tall? Meanwhile, I'm really not, and now I wish I was taller in the modeling world and just in life to, you know, stretch out, elongate the body. <laughs> so that was one that I was like, just because of my all sur- the, oh, the people, the small yeah, circle yeah. of my surroundings on Long
0: Island, it was like, I felt like a,
1: a tall. My gal. oldest
0: friend is five, two, barely, and 90 pounds. So, like, right. yeah, I was just like, I'm enormous.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think that's, yeah, I'm over that. What about,
1: what is one for you?
0: Um, I would say uh, probably like my big thighs even when I'm really skinny I have like big legs, big thighs and I always just hated it and would always wear like long pants even in the summer I would wear like long um, swim trunks and stuff to the beach because I never wanted to show anyone like my big legs and now I'm like At at the beach in a thong, like, don't want tan lines. Like, I'm like, ooh, like, let me stand this way so my one hip looks bigger. You know, like, it's funny how things change and your perception changes based on like who you're spending time with and like what's going on in your life. Definitely. It it makes the biggest difference. I don't care at all anymore. And if anything, I like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like thick and juicy. I like it.
1: Yeah, and you should take note of which people you're surrounding yourself with that make you feel good about yourself and that make you feel bad about yourself. You know, there could be people that they're very focused on their appearance. They're always talking about, let's say, diet culture or working out or losing weight or just could be anything that kind of just makes you feel not great. Then, you know, hang out with the people that are on the same wavelength as you and you leave feeling better.
0: For sure. Not worse. I, I feel like once you get enough of that going where you kind of have that going all the time even if you're having a bad day where you feel bad about yourself then you can still hang out with people that are like oh i'm trying this new diet and i'm like so skinny already but i just want to be skinnier i'm so bad like when mm-hmm. you and you and you're just like okay you know and you just it just goes off your back when like when i was younger at least like i would have been like oh my god if she thinks she's fat then i'm like fucking enormous right and i was listening to this podcast i was like you know sometimes i'll listen to other podcasts for just like ideas about things I want to talk about on here. And I was listening to this one about like plus size confidence in the bedroom. And this woman was saying that like when she was 115 pounds, she like never had to think about it. And she was always super confident. And then she would like put the lights on when they were like having sex and she felt great. And then as soon as she was like bigger, then she's like, Oh, I want to turn the lights off and blah, 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 blah. And she was like making this whole story about how when she was skinny, she was confident and when she was plus size, she wasn't. And I was just like, hold on a second. First of all, this is a plus size like positivity. So like, well, Change how you're framing this because yeah. you're not doing a good job. And <laughs> B, like. I was I was like this is not everyone's story. Like everyone thinks, everyone that's bigger thinks that oh if they can just lose the last whatever lbs like mm-hmm. then they're going to feel great about themselves. But I've never been more insecure than when I was at my skinniest. Like
1: Definitely. And I
0: was starving myself and I was miserable and I was dating people that wanted me to be like a st- a stick and I'm just not built like that and I was fucking miserable. And now I'm much more confident naked. And I don't give a fuck if I bend over and there's some rolls here. Like I don't care. There's cellulite. I don't care. I think I look good. Like I feel confident and strong now, even though technically, like societally speaking, I was much hotter in air quotes when I was Mm -hmm. like 18 and miserable.
1: Yeah. It's when you're so focused on the aesthetics and how you look and how can I get to the next size or this. I think if you put all your focus on it, you'll be the most insecure. Like we said, if you are so worried about it or putting value on that to determine your happiness, like you said. And I think when you focus more on like all the great things you're achieving, like oh, what can my body do for me? How am I like just being healthy and 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 using it to experience life? And and oh, I'm funny. I'm charming. I mm-hmm. can dance. You know these things that um, aren't like based on
0: oh, how what's my waist measurement or whatever. We have to derive value from other things in life because. All of our looks are going to fade no matter what they are. They are not going to last forever. And if you tie all of your self-worth to that, you're going to be miserable forever. You have to have other – there's so much more to life than how you look.
1: For sure. And I think this is something you do too, but I don't weigh myself. I haven't weighed myself in a really long time. And I even had to get weighed for – that um sculpting thing that i ended up doing Mm -hmm. um the sculpture and it did fuck with me like knowing the number and thinking that it was going to be a lot less than what they said um did start to weigh on me and i was like weigh on me (laughs) um i uh like wink at the microphone um i was like see this like i need to let this go i need to like not think about it because it's just a number it be based on a million different reasons why it is that and um you could be more muscular and weigh more and and your body is is a way that you like so for years I didn't weigh myself and at the doctor I tell them not to tell me just write it down so I think that's been really positive for me to like not Mm -hmm. even think about that at all and just also in stores just buy whatever size feels good and fits fits good not worry about like it being either bigger or smaller or it, it doesn't mean anything. It's just, this looks good on me. This is how I feel comfortable. And who cares, like, what size it is, basically.
0: Well, having access to just something that fits you in ge- in general, that's not like a hideous, bad mm. cloak, which is what we've been forced to wear for so long, that makes the biggest difference in the world, too. Right. So when people are talking about, like, oh, you know, fashion is so, I don't know, surface level. And I, I get that. And it's becoming more so and I feel like the plus size fashion industry is becoming more mainstream in certain ways where just like aesthetics are still so important and it's frustrating because I feel like that was supposed to be kind of the antithesis to that Mm -hmm. but regardless of all of that political shit that's going on like having access to something that you can wear that makes you feel good about yourself can affect multiple areas of your life because we have to go out into the world with clothes on every single day so it's not necessarily just this kind of like vapid topic it does tie into health and mental health and and even just like i've noticed a huge difference just having having more pairs of, like, workout outfits that fit Mm -hmm. me well, just having them ready to go, sometimes that one last step of, like, oh, fuck, where are my leggings? Like, where are my good leggings? You know, like, I don't want to bend over in these. Like, just having them ready to go so I can just grab them and just... You have to be able to just turn your brain off when you really don't want to do things like that. Like, go to the gym or whatever your self-care is and just, like, go out. Like, sometimes I'm feeling so insecure, I don't want to go to the fucking store. Like, I think that that's really common, especially among... You know, people that are curvier and also plenty of women all over the place because we're so judged at face value wherever we go. And especially in a place like New York where there's so many people and guys are going to say something no matter what you're doing, like having access to something that fits you is actually pretty important. And I think it is something that builds my confidence to
1: wear an outfit I really like, like dress up, even if I don't have to dress up. Like, just, I've been trying to practice that more, at least, like don't save the outfit for, you know, this special occasion. Mm -hmm. Like, just wear something that makes you feel good and do your hair and your makeup. That is for me what I like and makes me feel like confident, even if I'm having an off day. Like, sometimes if I just like do my makeup in a really cool way or like get my hair right how I like it, then I start to feel better.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure.
1: And I think another thing I'm trying to practice, like if someone compliments me, I say back to them, like, oh, they're like, oh, you look beautiful. I'll be like, oh, so do you, and like try to promote um, like healthy ways of speaking to other people. Like even if you might be feeling a little down, if you start to like give off that to others, I think it'll end up like rubbing off on you. If you if you t- talk to other people how you would maybe want to be spoken to, or how you want yourself to to speak to yourself, because we're like our harshest. like person like we could talk shit to ourselves so i feel like practicing a way of speaking to others um will then kind of come back onto you
0: and i think also complimenting us especially other women like on um things that aren't in related that aren't related to their appearance right you know like if someone did something really funny like Tell them that if yeah. they did something really kind, like appreciate that them for that, like don't don't wait to tell your friends like all the nice things about them. Like it'll really make their day. And I mean, if you see, and also like looks help too. Like if you see a woman walking down the street, like and you're like, oh my god, you look amazing. Like that always makes my day. And I usually yeah. I feel like whenever I've said that in the past too, it usually makes their day too, and then it makes my day better. You know, like we can all lift each other up, and we're not always so trained to do that. And so just speak up, people. Yeah. Yeah. Give up that
1: positivity. And something I always um, suggest to people that are like, oh, how do you do like a boudoir shoot? Or how do you put yourself out there? And I think it's really just taking risks and trying to push past the the boundaries or comfort zones. And that can be difficult, but like a little bit each time. And because and, I think what you will see is like, what you thought would go wrong like doesn't or it's not that bad or you know like I thought I'm gonna put myself in lingerie and everyone's gonna say you're fat you're ugly this and Mm -hmm. like either one person or no people said that it was mostly positive and I was like oh wow if I can do that then I can do this then I can do this so and celebrate like how far you've come in certain ways I think we forget like oh I never used to wear Short shorts or, like you said, a thong at the beach. But, mm-hmm. like, wait, now I am. So, like, wow, I should I should just celebrate how confident I've, I've become in the things that I'm doing, the small
0: things that add up to a lot. Absolutely. Um, so one of the other questions I was going to ask us is, what's one thing you do when you're feeling bad? But we kind of just went into that naturally. Okay. So, um, Or
1: listening to, like, music, like, Beyonce, like, mm-hmm. Devo, or, like, yeah. Feeling Myself. I feel like that, like, helps you. Like, even walking down the street, it, it starts to, like, sink into your brain and you're like... Oh
0: I feel good I feel, yeah, I feel like doing things to kind of try to pull yourself out of it because I will get into like really deep slumps and feeling really depressed and then like everything is a problem so like it's like hey maybe don't watch the really fucking dark depressing movie and, yeah. hey don't listen maybe don't listen to that fucking music like like you said like listen to something that's gonna uplift you be with people that are gonna uplift you read something that's gonna like you can choose like how your mood affects you a little bit you know I mean you have we have a lot of control over it really if we're gonna take responsibility for how we feel and like yes yeah. it, life is hard and it's full of a lot of struggle and hurt and uh you can kind of choose i'm a wallower so i'm taking like i'm you know taking the blame here like you can choose how long you want to wallow and i'm working on wallowing a little bit less i'm like
1: letting go of things quicker I- i've been through that too like yeah or like doing meditation if i'm feeling really anxious or upset and i can't get the thing
0: out of my head like yeah those apps and stuff for sure yeah that anything you can do to to make the conscious decision to walk away from it can help you know just take a break if you can. Um, my next question is imposter syndrome. Do you get it? And what, what do you get it for? What does that mean? Oh, you haven't heard that? No. Oh, okay. So, like, I feel like this is, like, a common refrain among, like, creatives and, like, and probably with models and stuff, too. Like, um, anyone that's doing anything that's probably not, like, a law- lawyer, doctor, like, standard on paper, like, good person, successful life things. Uh-huh. Um, like, You know, a lot of the time, if you're like, I'll just use something that we're not doing as an example. Like if you're like a writer and you write a blog and you wrote a book, but like you only wrote one or you're new or whatever reason, like even if you've been doing it for a while, a lot of the time. If you're not successful or oftentimes even if you are, you'll feel like an imposter, like you don't belong. Or like a lot of people will talk about like if they come on to success very quickly, um, like Lizzo was mentioning this on her thing recently. She, you feel okay. like you don't deserve it. You feel like it was a fluke. You're like, wait, why am I here? I'm not I'm not among peers here. I'm, I'm not good enough to be here. You, so you feel like an imposter. Right. Um, and this is something I was going to ask Gabby about, too, in terms of music, because I definitely feel that with with music sure and I, f- I feel like it with a lot of things but what is what do you have any thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah I
1: think when you say you're something and if you don't have like credits to back it up that people are going to recognize or like if you're not making a ton of money I start to feel like money is the uh, that's what equals like if you really are something but well, I don't think it too. should be. Yeah, Like
0: I feel like I'll get you know some behind the scenes jobs and stuff and then I'm like wait am I even still a, a model? Really? Like yeah. you know you go a few weeks without having a casting and you're like wait like what? going or I've gotten so many no's lately I've just been like am I doing something dumb like what's going what's going on here like yeah. you know it can of course when you're dealing with that much rejection all the time like there's going to be periods where it just is going to wear on you and you just have to keep fighting like that's all you can do but um,
1: yeah and I think that there is I try to work on not feeling like that or not feeling like i don't deserve something or that i'm an amateur because i do think we have skill but a lot of times will um discredit that or be like oh i don't know what i'm doing but like i think if you do come into like a job or an audition or an interview with the confidence of like i'm the shit and i do deserve this that's probably better i don't know like i'm trying to do that because a lot of times i don't i'm like oh I just downplay like a lot of things or or I do believe that like we always are learning and growing and getting better. So I guess I always feel like I'm never um, done. So
0: yeah. Anyone that's working on pretty much anything is never I feel like we're never really done. Like and that's what like adulthood is. It's like being like, okay, let's think bigger picture because like you're never going to be like if you get to a place where you're like, I'm amazing at this. I did amazing. This was incredible. Then like in a second, you're already going to be on to the next chapter because it's always on to the next. It's always something Mm -hmm. else. You always want to go deeper. You always want to get better. You always want to be more successful. Like, you're never, like, satisfied. Like, that's why... You know, you have to like allow yourself enjoy a few of those successful moments because it happens so infrequently. I feel like most of the time you just have to be like, no, I'm I'm good enough, like and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like I I was reading. I always talk about this book, but so I won't get into it. But I was rereading more on art, which is just like the best book for creative people ever. And he and like he's like telling his mentor, he's like, I just finished my first book. I finished it, and the mentor is like, Great, start the next one today. You know, like it's yeah. never done. Like never, <laughs> you can wallow in your pain, but don't wall and your success either like right you know
1: and we always say the importance of following other women that inspire us has really helped Mm -hmm. I think both of us Mm -hmm. with Instagram and social media and just seeing diversity um, that's really really helped me and then um, sometimes if you start to feel bad seeing things on social media I wish I could go on that vacation I wish I had that hairstyle whatever I try to then be like, okay, I'm feeling really jealous. I'm feeling really competitive. I, okay, what can I do in my life to like go on that vacation or like a something similar? All right, let me like think about how I can like save money or make more money so that like I can go on that trip or mm-hmm. reach out to like, for me, right? I would reach out to sponsors. Like, how can I get on like a vacation? That's what I really wanted. Or, you know, I, I try to turn it on myself of like, what can I work on and be happy for that person, not feel like, jealousy and just be like okay well if I really want that like what can I do to get to the next step in my life
0: I struggle with following like celebrities and stuff because I feel like the amount of just like luxury to the point of like craziness is so like everywhere on social media right now Mm -hmm. like I it's hard for me to like watch you know like my family struggling with money or whatever while like people are living in these like fucking giant like I just don't yeah. even follow p- people anymore like it to me it's not even necessarily like aspirational it's just like it makes me just feel bad mm-hmm. and um, I feel like it's not bad to strive for, like, success and small successes, too. Like, I feel like if everyone's just like, oh, I want to be a billionaire with, like, a mansion and flying around in a private jet all the time, like, yeah, that's great. But, like, if that's what everyone's kind of lusting after and no one's focusing on, like, some things that go a little bit deeper than that material mm-hmm. stuff, like, you're kind of setting yourself up to be unhappy because almost no one gets that. And a lot of the time, in order to game the system, it, you know, like, you're taking advantage of... Other people like many corporate like I don't want to get too political but like there's many you know corporations where like people are making minimum wage and really struggling and losing their pensions and then you know billionaires are getting like giant tax write offs like you know it's we don't have like a super great system right now so I would say like. I've had to just unfollow or stop paying attention especially during like fashion week or like different things that are going mm. on. Sometimes I have to just not pay attention and I think that that's better for my mental health and I would recommend that for anyone that's like feeling the same way because I think a lot of us look at all this like luxury and we just feel like shitty, you know, about our yeah. situation, but a Definitely. lot of us we're in a, you know, we're in America, we have food, like we're doing okay. We're we're like following our dreams. Like we have so much to be grateful for and I don't always think about that when I see things like that, you know. Definitely. So
1: we have a special Woo-hoo! guest here in the studio. We have Gabby Fay Faye, hey at Gab the Guru on Instagram plus model musician, singer, extraordinaire
0: beautiful wearing an orange dress. we love her welcome oh, Thank you guys
1: So tell us a little bit about yourself like where are you from and
2: so I'm I'm from a few different places. But okay. I was born in Jersey, raised in Orlando, Florida, uh, lived in Virginia, Boston, Ryan, Salt Lake City, Utah, L.A., Nashville. And now oh my are, gosh! Was
0: your York, father in the army?
2: Everybody, everybody <laughs> says that. No, actually, it was just different uh, job opportunities brought me to all these different cities. But New York is by far my favorite. I'm never leaving. You're never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready. You're ready to deal with the subway for the rest of your life. I am. I, I right. don't know if I'm ready
0: for that
1: for forever. <laughs> And how did you get started into music and also modeling?
2: So um, that's a funny story. Music, I was always singing since I was like four years old. Since I could talk, I was singing. My parents would put me into like talent shows, uh, school shows, everything. And I've been doing that forever. Um, Modeling kind of just fell. I fell into it and Mm -hmm. pretty much... um, Series of events happened. Um, I was living in Nashville. I had an acting agent. I was, like, booking a lot of commercials. And then one day there was um, an audition for a plus-size model. And my agent was like, you should totally do this. Like, and I was so uncomfortable with myself and my body. I'm like, I'm not a model. Like, I'm an actor. Just keep me as an actor. Like, I don't want to (laughs) model. And she's like, well, you fit the description. You should just do it. So I did it. I had a lot of fun. It opened me up to a whole different world I didn't know about because I had nothing. I had no knowledge of what plus size modeling was. So um, I did that one job, and then a series of events happened. I landed in New York, first time in New York um, for my birthday. My brother paid for my ticket. My mom paid for my Airbnb. Spent a week here. Got a random casting for a TJ Maxx commercial. Um, I went in. They like there's like one of those questionnaires. You know, like those um, big cattle like catalog, um, cattle call, uh, auditions where you get to fill out this questionnaire. So I did, they call me, they asked me where I lived. I put New York city cause I was just visiting. They called me 15 minutes later and they said, you're in New York city. We're in New York city. Do you want to come in for an in-person audition? I said, yes. <laughs> so I went in, did the audition, went back to Nashville, got a call back, another callback, another callback. Then I booked it, Whoa. went to LA. Wait, <laughs> did you come back to New York for three callbacks? I, I so they, no, they did a Skype call back when I was in Nashville.
0: Okay,
1: cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's so good. So it made it
2: easier. <laughs> but it was an amazing experience. Like, I got to go to LA to shoot this TJ Maxx commercial. I was, like, in a big yellow dress and everybody saw it and it was really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yellow is
0: your color. I remember your I maze photos, too. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, yellow yes. is definitely, like, a magic Abby color, for sure. Yeah, thank Do you. Do you
1: find that, like, you have one that's your more is more your passion, like music or acting or modeling
2: or I, I honestly, I'm an entertainer, so I love to entertain. So anytime I'm I'm getting to make people laugh or smile or, you know, feel good about themselves. That's really just me. But um, I think my first love is always going to be like music and singing because I I just love that. I came out of the womb singing, so that's definitely my favorite. But I, I definitely love acting and modeling now as well. I think, I think we're all in the yeah. same
0: boat yeah we're all the <laughs> performer types we all do multiple different I say I'm like a ham attention whore I just want all the attention <laughs> <laughs> that's me personally and where can
1: people find your music right now I know you have a lot of songs you release which is awesome congratulations <laughs> thank for, you and you uh, just dropped a new out track yes
2: I just dropped a new track um, called Summer's Over and what better time to drop it because yesterday was the official last day of summer for the year yeah so, <laughs> I was um, listening to it on the train on the way uh, here it was really good uh, yeah really, you really, sound really great <laughs> Thank you Um, so you can find my music uh, on Spotify Apple iTunes uh, SoundCloud YouTube literally all the major um, music platforms you can find my songs awesome what's it like getting how do you get onto Spotify. Um, I go through a distributor called DistroKid. Nice.
0: So um, I'm always curious because people all, always have different routes, you know, yeah. and so I'm always like, how did you do it? Yeah, <laughs> so that's
2: what I did. No, it's really easy, and I really love DistroKid. They've been, like, really good to me, so.
0: Cool. Do they own, do you still own the rights to your music?
2: Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm taking <laughs> notes
0: over here. Cool. Awesome.
1: <laughs> I know. I was wondering, like, is it really hard to get on there? Is it easy? How does it work? So that's it's awesome to easier, know. Though.
0: Well, ACAS got us onto you know spotify, spotify plugging the podcast here <laughs> um so you know maybe they can get us some of <laughs> yes um so we had a couple of questions we were talking about today we were just talking about like confidence and you know what to do like when you're having an off day and um so here i'm gonna ask you like a couple of questions that we answered earlier so
2: the spotlights on you okay
0: um what's <laughs> one insecurity that you were obsessed with for years but that you've gotten over now
2: I think just being a chubby kid. Like, I was literally the chubbiest kid in my class all throughout school. So We were both in a similar boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I had to just, and at, at one, like, at some point, you have to just kind of laugh at yourself, make fun of yourself, and make it lighthearted because, <laughs> like, the kids would just bully me all the time and be like, oh, you're so chubby, you're so fat. And, like, at first it would hurt my feelings, but after a while I'm like, okay, these kids are never going to like me, so I might as well just like myself. <laughs> and yeah. I would just start making jokes about it, and it, it just, I got over it. <laughs>
0: Oh, the sense of humor, defense mechanism. Right. An age old. (laughs) Go to. (laughs) Go
2: to. (laughs) Um,
0: What's one thing that you do when you're just like having an off day and you're feeling like really insecure? Or do you have days like that?
2: (laughs) I would say more so. I wouldn't say the tip, the the, uh, typical insecure days. I would say I have days that I feel like I'm not accomplishing enough and Mm -hmm. I'm not. You know, I'm not worthy enough to be doing what I'm doing every day, which is, you know, entertainment, modeling, and things like that. So I think those days... Um, I like to take time to s- self-reflect. I like to take time to be alone, to play my music, to play my guitar, um, and just to, you know, come back into my own and then exert myself again the next day and try again the next day. But mm-hmm. those days, I just kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Perfect. Good advice. So that's
0: good. And along the same lines of that last question,
2: um, what,
0: like, do you get imposter syndrome? And if you do, like, what is it for? Like, is it for, like, music or is it for modeling? Or, like, or is it for nothing? Like, what is your story with imposter syndrome?
2: Explain imposter.
0: That's what syndrome. I had to say. It's so funny. I, like, like, I thought I everyone. I thought everyone knew this. So basically, like mm. imposter syndrome is like what you were just mentioning. Like days when you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't belong here. I'm not, I'm not like. It's the feeling of like that you've snuck in. Like it's you're doing something right. Like you've either started working or you've been in the business for a little bit. So it's not like you're a complete novice, but mm. you still feel like, ooh, like I'm, I've, I snuck in somehow.
2: That's what imposter syndrome is. Yeah. Do you have that ever or no? I do and I think really when it comes down to that and I you'll see it by the way I um, let people uh, mistreat me or behave towards me because I forget that I'm like I work hard every day and I work hard to to be doing what I'm doing every day but sometimes I get back into like the high school gabby where I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm just want to I want people to be nice to me so I'm gonna let I'm gonna take their crap and then I have to remember like no like you deserve more than that that's mm-hmm. why you work so hard every day that's why you make sacrifices to like live live out your dreams and your passions and your goals so I think it comes more down to that and I do have those days and I have to to check myself, I'm like, listen, you can't take abuse Mm -hmm. (laughs) from people just because you want to be liked by people, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I, I definitely had to work on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you do a lot of fit modeling. Can you explain like, what is a fit model to people that don't know?
2: Yes. A fit model is a live mannequin. So, so basically I would go into a client's office and they will, um, put clothes on me, like whether it be a dress, shirt, tops, um, pants and, I will tell them like what needs to happen to um, fit it correctly on my body and Mm -hmm. then they'll mass produce it for store. So for example, if it's a little bit baggy by the chest, I'll take, I'll say like, you know, take off a half an inch by the, by the bust and give me a little bit more length at the bottom of the hem, um, things like that. So, and then they would just use that and make sizes and grade up and grade down. So what's one of your, like, if
0: you can say, what's one of your like favorite fit clients?
2: Oh my gosh, Carrie from Paper Tea. I love her so much. Carrie, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, um, well, please make sure to sort of mention that she's featured on our podcast. <laughs> Get us on a yeah. list our yes. I definitely will. Um, she's, she's become one of my really good friends. She's mm-hmm. like around my age and I feel so comfortable with her. And I, when I first started... Um, and I didn't have any clients. I was just subbing for other models. She was my first uh, real client, and she, this girl from day one, she would hire me all the time, and like we just have such a great working relationship. Um, and and she's been I don't know she's been so good to me. Like we we've gone out and like we've done silent disco together the summertime. What <laughs> is silent That's disco? It's like my
1: favorite. <laughs> oh, when you have the Everybody has headphones on. Oh, like silent rave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: didn't know we were still saying
0: disco. I guess I'm behind the time. I
1: guess. (laughs) But, like, something a lot of people don't know about fit modeling is there's, like, a lot of terms you need to know. Like, you really need to be knowledgeable um, and research, like, like, oh, the – I'm, like – I get intimidated when I go to castings. I'm, like, I don't know enough. Like, I don't know, like, the drape of the outfit or the, like, you know, these terms that you're expected to know. So it's not just, like, having the right measurements. It's also, like –
0: But also having your right measurements like followed. Everyone's like, oh, what's your upper bicep? I'm like, I don't. I don't know. What's your need these days? I I don't know. Like I know my like main three and my inseam and my shoes, but like everything else, I mean, that could change based on how much pizza I've had that week. I mean, look,
2: it's very true, and that's very that's the hardest thing about fit modeling is that you have to keep your measurements. And I like to eat, yeah. So I know a lot of uh, fit models. (laughs) Their right, their their process is to like eat the same foods or same meals like every day. Like Mondays, I have Mm -hmm. like you know. So do you do that? I don't know (laughs) I just monitor uh, portion sizes and if I have like a cheat day if I have more like today I'm gonna work out and like eat greens more tomorrow (laughs) to balance it out (laughs) because it's really hard for me like I I love food I love going out to eat I um, the structure of having to eat the same thing over and over again it just doesn't work for me yeah it works for some people just not me (laughs)
0: Yeah, sure. I definitely don't like to monitor things too closely, but that's mm-hmm. from years of calorie counting. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so on another note, like how would you describe your sound? I think you have on your Instagram. It's like soul, soul pop. Soul pop. Soul pop. I love
0: that. <laughs> Can you give us like yeah. a little taste? Just hold your phone up to oh, the mic sure. and just like give us a little taste of your beautifulness. Of yeah. I, love,
1: I love the the new I like Better, too, that song, too, Aww, but I do you. like the new one. I feel like it's, the the music in the background is really, like, it just sounds really good, like crisp, but it sounds, like, really good quality and, like, catchy. And yeah, where do you record? You good.
2: So, um, I work with um, an audio engineer in my neighborhood. His name is Aaron, and he's really good, and I, I was working with someone else last year, um, and we clicked, and we, we, we did a really good job together, but it's, like, I've noticed like music is is something that changes over time. So I feel like who you work with is important with, um you know, what they understand about music for this time. So like the first guy, yeah. right. the first guy I was I was um doing tracks with, he didn't know any of the artists that I liked that I was trying to, you know, influence be influenced by. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of had to like, really break things down slowly but then this new guy who's just he's you know he knows the music that i know Mm -hmm. and we just clicked he's like yeah i love this artist i love this artist and it's just been working out really well so just even how you
0: mic the vocals and how you then edit and eq them is so important and can make you sound like oh you sound like Erika Badu versus you oh you sound like Britney like you could completely change the sound so whoever is your auto engineer is very
2: important yes and that's what I'm learning now because I I've been performing for years but this is the first time that I'm really like getting into the studio and recording my music so So it's been a learning experience
0: are you trying to are you working on getting signed do you want to get signed Do do you prefer to do kind of your own thing would you consider like a small independent label like what are your what are you thinking about that so
2: that's a great question honestly you know I feel like we're in a time where independent artists are making a whole living being independent and owning all the rights to their music, and I think that's great. I feel like for me, I just know that I want to do the work of you know, finding my sound, writing my own songs, you know, putting my artistry out there, and seeing how that develops. So right now, I'm independent. Am I open to a label? Am I open to other opportunities? Yes. But I, it's important for me to work with people that I... You know, feel like they understand me and what I want, and I understand them, and we can work together. So, I think that's the most important thing for me. Totally. So, here's my song. Yeah. Okay, let me try to get it like halfway. Can't wait.
1: We're all dancing.
0: keep on to you. So pretty. I love it. <laughs> I love Very that. Very catchy. You. People Do you, don't realize that making things that are catchy is actually really hard. Really? Yeah. Oh,
2: great. I love catchy everything. No, I know everybody <laughs> does,
0: but even people that shit on like things for being too catchy, like it's actually quite a skill to write something that's like an earworm. You know what I mean? Cool. <laughs> yeah, that sticks
1: yeah. with you. I think something um, that's, I'm wondering your advice for people that maybe want to put their music out there, but they're afraid to start. Like, do you have any advice for people that have a passion that they're just like keeping hidden? And because I think it's such a big accomplishment to really like go for it and, and get it done. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to people? Did it
2: do that. Um, well, I I would tell them what I tell myself. You only got one life to live, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's do it. Um, I think for for many years I was just a coffeehouse artist, and I would I went I was in a small college town in Virginia, and literally every week I would just perform at coffee shops, me and my guitar, and like try new songs that I wrote in my dorm room, like that Friday night. Um, and I just I always did that, and I was getting so comfortable doing that, and I loved the intimate crowd of like a small um, coffee shop. And then I realized, like, I, I want to record. I've always wanted to record. I've always wanted to record music. And then I realized that, like, years were going by, and I just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I if I want to do this, if I say I want to do this, I got to do it. Like, I just got to jump on it and do it. I think, for me, it was more so getting used to my voice being recorded versus live. It's a, a completely different thing. Oh, yeah. like, and um, and, and that, it takes some time get to get used to. So I would say, if anybody wants to do this, like just do it, like just try it, because I feel like the more you put out music, the more you write, the more you do it, it's going to get better, mm-hmm. you know. So
1: yeah, for sure. And do you have any tips for people growing their like social media? I think it's great that you have this music and your modeling. So follow at Gab the Guru, so you could see a variety of things. It makes you stand out, makes you um, different. Mm-hmm. Anything else that people like a good tip that you follow
2: for. Uh, follower growth on Instagram
1: yeah like just building or like anything about social media like what's the important
0: content creation in general like any tips for like workflow or how you stay focused or what your you know particular opinions on like how often to post just anything like your day-to-day
2: so for me because um you know posting is is a part of our jobs as as models uh, and as influencers, um, I try to be consistent. Whether that be like when I shoot with um, like friends or when I shoot with other photographers, I'm s- building that content and saving it up for times that I don't have anything to post because Absolutely. I don't want to be dis- I don't want to disappear from like because I feel like <laughs> like my dad. He doesn't <laughs> do social media. He d- he just thinks that it's just the weirdest thing to him because he's from a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, but people almost feel like you don't exist <laughs> unless you like post. Unless you say like I'm alive, you guys. Yeah. No, the, the fight to stay
0: relevant is and to stay on top of the feed is we it's daily work. We have to it's stay on top of it. Daily
2: work and and I commend all of you influencers who do this every day because I'm not Woo-hoo! I'm not the one to do it every day. I'll do it weekly, but um I think so. How often do you post then? I would say every three days. Every three days. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Yeah. But you're spot on because I think consistency is the number one thing. Yeah, for sure. So I agree with that. And maybe it's time for the deal. DM! Ooh, I can't wait to see what Gabby
2: has oh, in her box. Um, would you like to go first, Gabby? Sure, I'll go first, As I get these I'm so all excited. the time. I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait. Here and we go. I, so this uh, gentleman comes into my DM today and says, Hi, I need a caring, curvy woman <laughs> that can take care of me. Why don't you just ask your mother? I'm saying, like, why, why are you asking me? <laughs> I,
1: they're out yeah. here looking for
0: wives on Instagram yes this is a common refrain that we are hearing also me saying refrain today is a common refrain <laughs> not sure why but I
1: well, think like you're rich like if you have a lot of following or you live in New York or you're a model that like you have this just l- excess money that you're just willing to offer anyone
0: <laughs> we're all strangers. curvy so we're all eating so they're yeah. all like she has enough food I want that too
1: <laughs> sure let me give it to you stranger Yeah, have yes. no idea you take are. my
0: seamless password sure <laughs> Go think, things that would never happen <laughs> 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 no one gets my seamless password no one no, no. no, one. no one no one okay um, let's hear yours mine is i have it memorized because um, i screenshotted it and post- posted it in my stories the other day okay so this guy reaches out and he's like mm, your ass to a photo that didn't have my button in by the way what but then to a foot pho- to a video of me playing piano he responds wow you are really fat <laughs> I remember oh that. God. I remember you and posted I'm like, that. I'm like I call this catcalling syndrome where they're just like hey baby like I uh, what, uh, what," and then you walk away and they're like fine fuck you you're yeah. fat bitch but it's Yo, just like that issues. classic it's classic <laughs> classic. I'm like so which one is it? My ass my ass is fat. You're right.
1: Right. like, and Did you block them? Is that what you <laughs> would do? Or do you leave them around?
0: Uh, I just leave people because I feel like the algorithms ruining my life so much lately <laughs> that I'm just not going to mess with it. But, <laughs> like- but it sucks because I, that's always something that I've even I've been really insecure about is like when I'm playing piano, I'll definitely get like my double chin and people have been made, made fun of me about it my entire life. They're oh. like, oh, you look so ugly while you're playing. Like, that's definitely been as stupid as it is, a reason that I haven't posted as much on my Instagram because people are always so shitty about how, like, the aesthetics of what I'm doing, even friends of mine, like, have been shitty about, they're like, oh, you need to smile more or something. It's like, first of all, what? you're a woman that just told me to smile more, A. And B, right. like, I'm, I'm focused on what I'm doing. Like, you know, musicians were supposed to be able to, like... You know, put our heart and soul into it and not necessarily worry that I'm smising or not, you know, right. but like now in this age of like everything, aesthetics are so important, even in when we're trying to talk about plus size fashion and body positivity and all, all of those things, they still are so important, which mm-hmm. is so frustrating so you know in our confidence episode that's definitely something I'm still working on yeah, yeah well on like the same
1: work. thing with like my I started posting dancing videos and I'm like I didn't get I all this, the steps the right I love, yeah I love I was too. like <laughs> nervous because I was like I don't think I'm the best I don't think like I got all the steps right or my hair's oh, in my face yeah. and I'm not exactly. no you're kidding uh, I watch Thanks. a lot
2: of dancing videos yours are my favorite uh, like I love you have so much flow and style when you move I, I love, love
1: it. it and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna keep posting it because I got a good response mm-hmm. and, and I love
0: how happy I can tell how happy it makes you and I love seeing you like feel sexy and feel empowered and love yourself like oh, we all like
1: it. <laughs> Yay, everyone go it. dance. And I think that's coming to the end of this episode. What's your DM? I know. I was going to say but I feel like I don't know if do we have time. Yeah. Well, there was a girl that reached out to me that is in Denver and she was talking about how to get into like modeling because she um, needed some advice.
2: Oh. But- okay, so we have almost no time. Quick 10 second tip, <laughs> everyone. Um drink water and stay away from <laughs> duck boys i don't know if i can say the word you can say it
0: Say (laughs) Uh, mine is take a lot of fucking photos go shoot with as many photographers as you possibly can and learn all of your angles asap right now
1: and if you can um make like trips to bigger cities like new york and la and try to like meet with agencies there or or have meetings set up or photo shoots um if you can do that if you have the money to do it i'd say yes, yes do it
0: Yay. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Yes. Please follow
1: thank at you. Gab the Guru. Yes. Follow, follow me at Gabby Faye on Spotify yes, and I iTunes do. and all
0: the good spots.
1: And thanks for
2: being thank you. here. Yes, thank, you. thank you for having me. You guys are awesome. All right. <laughs> bye. <laughs> you, bye.